This is Carolyn Holly. Welcome to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. For the next half hour, you're going to be encouraged and challenged by Skip and his guests as they discuss the game plan for life. In sports, as in life, it's important to have a game plan. And as Skip says, no game plan, no victory. Game Plan for Life is brought to you by the following sponsors. Dutch Bros of Boise, an experience guaranteed to satisfy. McDowell's Specialty Repair. Susie Boyle Mortgage Team and Castle Cook Mortgage, LLC. Christian Brothers Automotive. Security Gold and Silver, a reliable source for your bullion investment. Domino's Pizza. Diamond Heating and Cooling. Hoffman Auto Body, someone you can trust. Zero Res Carpet Cleaning and Dodd Roofing. And now, here's your host, Skip Hall. Welcome to Game Plan for Life. This is your host, Skip Hall. Well, today we've got a very exciting program. A lot of you Bronco fans are going to really enjoy this one. We've got Ashton Genty here, the running back for the Broncos, the Offensive Player of the Year uh, for the conference. And we'll talk a lot about his football. We'll talk about where he's from. We're going to have him tell his story. And then we'll get into some other issues as well. But first of all, Ashton, welcome to Game Plan for Life. Thank you. Uh, I'm glad to be here. You know, what's up, Bronco Nation? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, we're going to start off, Ashton, by having you tell your story. Go back to when you, you know, where you were born and kind of walk us up to today. Yeah, I mean, uh, let me let me take you back, man. Uh you know my story is uh it's different from a lot of athletes um i feel like um me growing up as a military child i've went through a, a lot of different things a lot of different challenges but um where my journey all started was in jacksonville florida where i was born and i grew up there for 7 years spent a lot of time out there um i didn't really get into sports out there i was really young i was more just playing outside running around and the backyard but you know my parents always told me uh they knew <laughs> that I was gonna be a great athlete just my house running around and always being active just finding something to do outside I mean me and my brother used to just go in the backyard do flips run around mm. just just super adventurous and yeah. um that's how I've always been I've always been um active and you know in some type of way but you know, I got a little older, grew up a little bit, and um, my dad's time in Jacksonville, Florida was up. So um, we packed up and we moved to Chesapeake, Virginia. And by then I was in the first grade and we actually lived there for five years. So all the way up to um, pretty much, or sorry, excuse me, I started my second grade mm. uh, year there. And okay. we lived there all the way up until uh, my seventh grade year in middle school. But um, in Virginia is where I really got started um, with all my sports is where I really found my love for all sports. So mm -hmm. I started off playing soccer. Right. And, you know, I was really good. I was really good <laughs> at soccer. Um, you know, I was a lot of teams wanted me, you know, for like AAU soccer pretty right. much. But basketball came into the picture. So I had a lot of family who played basketball. My older brother played basketball. My uncle, who was um, living around in Virginia at the time, played basketball. So they had a big influence on me um, playing basketball. And I, I even in my time in Florida, I grew up watching Miami Heat, watching LeBron James oh, play. So yeah. <laughs> as soon as I started, <laughs> good. as soon as I started dribbling the ball, I mean, I I instantly fell in love. 
um, with the game of basketball. And, you know, I started training in basketball heavily and I kind of fell off with soccer because the timelines right. between the two they didn't Hard to do they both. didn't yeah they didn't go too well uh together and I was really set on being a basketball player and you know I started playing AAU basketball I was really good uh I was dropping like 30 points a game wow. <laughs> you know just straight I was a slasher though just straight layups floaters yeah, yeah. sometimes shoot the bid range um but I mean I think at such a young age, I wanted to be great. I mean, I was doing things that most kids weren't doing at that age, you know, training every single day. Mm-hmm. And I was a trainer on my own. You know, my uncle used to tell me that uh, he used to take me to the gym every day. And he used to tell me whenever he couldn't take me uh, to the gym that I would get mad and sometimes even start <laughs> crying because I love the game so much. Um, but yeah, just putting up shots for hours, working on my handles, all different types of things, and you so know, you learn discipline at a young age, a very young age, yeah. and you know, my dad, being in the military, I mean, he definitely instilled yeah. uh, discipline in not just me, but all of my siblings. Yeah. You know, at such a young age, and you know, I I kept going in basketball and kept doing great things there, but somehow got into the game of football um I had a really great friend there his name was Mario but we used to hang out every day and uh his dad you know had always seen me playing football just doing amazing things just running around just being an athlete and so we I had went to one of his practices and you know me and Mario we were just playing catch after just running around and his coach saw me and he said why isn't this kid playing football and you know, from from then and there, that's when I got into football. That was it. Yeah. I joined. I joined this d- team. I joined this little Pop Warner team, and I remember the first time I scored a touchdown, and all my family was there. They were right at the in the back of the end zone, just sitting down. And I remember when I scored, and you know, seeing them all get oh, up and yeah. start cheering, and that was an amazing feeling. And um, exciting time. I knew right then and there. I knew I wanted yeah. to score touchdowns. Many for as long as I could, you know, as many as possible. That's right. And it just it just kept rolling there and there. And so, you know, fast forward a little bit to middle school. I went to uh, middle school in Chesapeake, Virginia. Um, I'm trying to remember the name. Uh, oh, that's okay. I can't remember the name, that's but if, right. it, if it comes back to me, it'll come mm-hmm. back to me. But, yeah, so I started playing middle school football there. And, you know, my sixth grade year, I didn't get very much play time. We had a lot of great players. Um but, you know, I found my ways to get on the field on defense or offense. But seventh grade years when I started to pick up and uh, I started playing running back um, and I was starting and we were actually having a really good year. I mean, I was scoring four to five touchdowns wow. a game. Just, just breakout year. Yeah, breakout year. Just taking, I mean, the city by storm. Um, you know, nobody expected me to do that. You know, nobody knew who I was, who mm-hmm. I was. But. Um, unfortunately, um, with the way my dad's job was, is our time in Virginia was up, and you know, right in the middle of the school year, right in the middle of the football season, we we're actually undefeated. I remember, my dad called me and all my siblings um, mm-hmm. into his room, and you know, he explained to us that his time was up there in Virginia, and we had to pack everything up, and we had to move not to another state, but to a whole another country. Um, that being Italy and Naples and Naples, Italy. Yeah, that wasn't a that wasn't an easy time. Um, just to have to whole new adjustment, whole new adjustment at such a young age. 
you know, because a different state would have been like, all right, but a whole different country. Yeah. They don't even speak your language. Yeah. You don't even know the culture, the customs, the norms there. Um, and I think that situation, that particular part of my life is made me able to adapt to any type yeah. of change that yeah. comes my way or yeah. any type yeah. of adversity. So, yeah, so we packed everything up. And, you know, I said my goodbyes to all my family and friends there, and it wasn't an easy thing to do, but it had to be done. Right. And, you know, we we get to Naples, Italy. Um, I mean, off the start, it, it was a culture shock. I mean, you know, the Italian culture, you know, the way they – where they walk, the way they talk, the yeah. food they eat, yeah. how they drive. I mean, every single thing was different sure. from what I was used to. And over there, they didn't have a middle school football team. So I had to sit out of football for pretty much two years mm. um, until my freshman year where they had a varsity team. So I ended up making the varsity team. But, I mean, before that, I was just playing basketball still. Um, I ran track, and but I mean, I knew in the back of my head that football was really the yeah. the sport for me, and the one that I was going to excel at the most. And so I started playing football, and it's just same as before, my seventh grade year, just another breakout year. I mean, scoring lots of touchdowns, breaking all the records that could be possibly be broken. <laughs> you got the Italians <laughs> all fired up. Yeah, yeah. And the way it works actually is it's called um, DODIA, which is Department of Defense. So there's a bunch of schools overseas. I mean, in Germany, Spain, um, pretty much everywhere you could think of where there's a, a military base, there's a school for children, for all those people who get stationed over there. So we're going around basically playing other military kids. Mm -hmm. And it was a great experience. I mean, going to Germany, going to Spain, uh, Belgium, you know, traveling to play football. I mean, at a, at a young age, you know, getting on planes, uh, going to different countries to, you know, play football. It was right. an amazing experience um, that I'll never forget because, uh, had I never moved there, I would have never experienced no, something like that right. and got to see all these different places that, you know, yeah. most people don't even travel. They're not even able to travel out the country no. ever. So right. to be able to do that at a young age is something, uh, you know, I didn't appreciate as much no, then. But, but it really prepared you for, exactly, for but, life. But yeah. now I, I really appreciate it. So, you know, had yeah. a great freshman year season. And just like before, my dad only had three years there so our time was up and you know I had talked to my mom and I told her that I really wanted to be a division one football player and I need you to find the, ble the best place possible not just for me but you know me and my siblings but I mean a school that I really can excel at football in. and <laughs> we actually had my uncle my uncle junior uh, he actually lived in Texas at the time and mm -hmm. you know had been around the Texas high school football and you know I didn't know too much about it then but you know he did he he did for sure he he informed my mom and you know they looked for the school and they found the perfect school they found Lone Star High School there in Frisco Texas Frisco and yeah so you know just like before we packed up everything and we moved to Frisco Texas and I started my sophomore year of high school there and I was playing 
defense. I wasn't even playing offense because okay. our team was so stacked with different players like Marvin Mims, who's playing for the Broncos yeah. right now, yeah. Jalen Ford, who just finishes senior year at Texas. I mean, the list goes on of players that I came in and yeah. got to watch um, play. And, you know, I still – Got a chance to do some different things on defense. I was playing defensive end. I was playing <laughs> linebacker. I was playing safety. I mean, I just wanted to get wanted on the play. field yeah, how, however possible. It didn't yeah. matter. And I think that experience also helped me. And, you know, no matter your situation, no matter your role, what your role is, maybe it not might be what you want it to be, but, yeah. you know, do your best. So when your time does come, it's no question right. that the coaches will know that you're going to do whatever it takes yeah. for the team. So then your junior and senior year, was that when you moved over to offense? Yes, I, back? I moved over to offense. And again, my junior year, I wasn't, I wasn't playing running back. I had to play receiver because we had a really great running back, um, Jaden Nixon, who's at Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. But he was a senior at the time. And, um, you know, they said – yeah, it's really it's his turn up next. Um, you know, you both are great players, but um, we need you to play receiver. Mm-hmm. And I stepped up to the plate and I played receiver. You I bet. was an all you district. <laughs> Swallowed all, your pride and played receiver. Exactly, all district, all state. Wow, uh, wide receiver as a receiver. Yeah, in the state of Texas. That's so why you can catch the ball. So yes, sir. <laughs> See, <laughs> it all it. <laughs> it all comes together uh, whether you realize it or not, but. Yeah. And then um, your senior year, that's when the running back. Senior year, that's when I had my chance to play running back. Yeah. And, you know, I took it and ran with it and, yeah. you know, did some amazing things, broke some records. And, you know, I emerged as one of the best running backs in Texas or even one of the best running backs in Texas football history. Yeah. Um, to, to ever play yeah so yeah you know well, it just saying something yeah it just shows you you wait your time and yeah. you know you keep working and you know when god gives you that opportunity that chance you you take it and you make the that's most right. of it and and that's why i was able to get a scholarship from boise state and yeah. i mean um at the time and uh avalos being the head coach i mean winston venables being the running back coach hmm Coach Plow being the yep. offensive coordinator, um, you know, they did a good job at recruiting me and, you know, making Boise feel like a place, uh, a home away like from a, home, yeah. essentially. And in, family. And family, yes, yeah, yes, family. you know. Yeah. Really connecting with my family and not just me. I think that was a big separation from all the yeah. other schools and, you know, a, a thing that I could see that was different about the school. And obviously – you know, they're win- Boise State's winning history. I mean, everybody <laughs> wants to win. Absolutely. <laughs> so why not go to one of the most winningest programs in yes, um, absolutely. college football? Yeah. And I would have a great chance to play as a freshman. And, you know. You did. And I, I did. So mm-hmm. moving on to I get to Boise and, you know, it definitely wasn't an easy adjustment. That was the first time being away from family. And yes. not only that, you're – thousands of miles away so the amount of opportunities my family came to yeah. see me were very slim you yeah. know so that but was you've got a close family and they made the effort when they could I'm ex- sure exactly yeah. exactly and yeah. you know that's all that matters yeah well we're going to get into Boise State now and, and I'm speaking with Ashton Genty most of you would know him by number two on the blue and uh, he had a, a phenomenal year this past year he he, uh, let me get my, my figures right here, but 
He carried the ball 220 times for 1,347 yards. He scored 14 touchdowns. He averaged 6.1 yards per carry and was the offensive player of the year for the Mountain West Conference. So that's, that's really special, Ashton, and that's, that's only your sophomore year. So hopefully a lot more to come, and we're sure glad that you stuck around. I know that uh, there was a lot of people wringing their hands and wondering what's Ashton going to do, <laughs> especially after Talon left. For but, sure. But uh, to your credit, we, we really appreciate the fact that you decided to stay at Boise State. So let's uh, let's talk about the football thing. Obviously, there were some changes during the time here. There was an offensive coordinator change. There was a head coaching change. and. But like I say, you know, it's just like you need to find the right fit from from player standpoint. You also need to find the right fit as a coach, you know, whether it's an offensive coordinator, a head coach, or or whatever. But I think everybody, all the players now are are solidly behind Coach Spencer Danielson and uh, excited to play for him. And what are your feelings about that? Uh, yeah, just in this sh- short time. Um, that we've had him as a head coach. I think he's done a wonderful job at bringing this team together and uniting us under one and really being leader for this team and someone that we can look up to, we can trust. And I think a big part of what he does is, man, he shows love. He does everything. Yes, he does. Out of love. That's 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 the biggest thing to me. He really cares about us, not just football, but right. he cares about us as people yeah. first. And so yeah. when you got a guy like that, you know, at the head job in your building, it makes it easy to want to yeah. go to work for him. Yeah, and he's a Christian too. He's a believer, and it's so good when you've got a coach that's being led by God, who's then leading players and and football teams, and so. Yeah, I think it's a great fit right now, and and we're excited about the next season. I'm sure you are too, right? Indeed. (laughs) Indeed, indeed. Well, uh, tell us about what lies ahead, Ashton. Um, I know we've got a new quarterback coming into town, and tell us a little bit about the nucleus of the team this next year and the the new quarterback, and just share a little bit about that. Um, Yeah, I mean, 18 returning starters, a the number one player out of the class of 2023 <laughs> at quarterback. Um, some yeah, more athletic. He was a national number one recruit. National number one recruit yeah, of 2023. Yeah, this, this is not just a so-so deal now. Yep. He was really pursued heavily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, four, four O-linemen, starting O-linemen returning. Right. Um, on, on defense, um, we got Alex Tubner back. We got Sheldon Newton. I mean, we got... A bunch of players who are experienced, Andrew Simpson, um, who, who have experience under their belt, and even then, they're gonna, we're all gonna keep taking steps to further our play. And we got Latrell Caples. Um, you know, he was injured this past year, but I mean, he's been a great player mm-hmm. for Boise State, and I know he's only gonna elevate um, yeah. his play for us. So we got a young. We got a young running back room. We got Jan Breeze. Um, he's going to take some big steps this year. And we just got Sire, and I know he's going to got some learning and growing to do, but I have no doubt that he'll be great for us. So, and each and every um, position group in different areas, I mean, we, we have the guys we need, and we've kept pretty much every single coach. Um, yes. We've got some new 
coaches coming in, but they're also great. Uh, you know, they're also ready to come in and help this team yep. get better. I yep. think that's the common theme that everybody knows what we have a chance to do. Yep. And if we can put it all together, I mean, it'll be something amazing. Yep. A heartbeat of one, we like to say. Well, Ashton, talk to us a little bit about recruiting, how you feel that's going, and, and a little bit more about the, the quarterback that's coming in. Yeah, I've felt recruiting um, this offseason has went um, really well. I think we've done a great job at getting some of the pieces that we lost or um, that we needed to improve or maybe have some more depth in those areas, those positions. And, um, I mean, really a really a big deal landing Malachi. I mean, a quarterback position is a position where, you, you know, right. you, you need a guy, you need – you need about two of them too in case one yeah. gets hurt. Yeah. So um, just having him and then having that depth in the room with um, CJ and um, Mad right. Dog once he gets back healthy. Right. I mean that's that's big time yeah. um, for us. So yeah, it's they've they've done a great job recruiting this off season, and I have no doubt that they'll keep doing that. And I'm sure we'll get some more guys. Add some more Broncos to the to the mix. Yes, sir. You bet. You bet. Well, let's talk a little bit about your schooling. What are you interested in? What are you studying? What do you want a degree in? Um, so right now, I, or at first I was studying business, but right now I'm studying communications. Um, and a big thing for me is I do want to be a businessman, and um, I'm still I'm still studying business. I'm still taking various business classes, but I think a big deal. Uh, for me in the business world is, you know, communication. Um, and even when you own a business is being able to communicate right. properly. It's I think that's a part that's overlooked about business. I mean, most important. Yeah. You, well, you're getting your start here today. You're, you're communicating <laughs> with Bronco Nation. Exactly. So, I mean, learning how to communicate properly, um, not just to my peers, but to, you know, people older than me, people younger yeah. than me. Yeah. Um, and then ha having a business and being able to communicate different things yeah. the proper way to whoever um, trying to get across to. I think that's a right. big deal. And a big part of the business world is relationships. And right. I feel that learning how to grow relationships and um, just learning how to communicate with people yeah. properly that's, that's is, so a big, yeah. is a big deal. So key, so key. Well, Ashton, we got just a few minutes left, and I want to have you share your, your spiritual journey, if you would, please. Um, tell us how that began and how important it's been as you've gone through life. Yeah, I think all as a child, I, my parents have done a great job at showing me how important a spiritual life is and not forcing me mm -hmm. in on, on me in a way that's could be negative um in that sort of sense but showing me what it what a spiritual life should look like and showing me how important it is but i think as with a lot of things it's about you and um your relationship with god um nobody can do that for you that's right. between you it's a personal relationship exactly it's between you and him and you can't worry about what other people are doing or saying or um, the whole nine. I mean, I think one thing for me was, you know, as as a Christian, you know, seeing other Christians not really doing things that exemplify uh, being a person of God. Right. I think a lot of times that would 
push me away or, you know, sometimes going to church and maybe some people were a little too judgmental and, mm. you know, that's not what God right. wants out of us. It's, you know, church is supposed to be a place we unite um, together for him. And I yeah. think s- certain um, circumstances like that kind of pushed me away a little bit. But I will say my faith really has grown since coming to college Good. here in Boise. Well, Mark Thornton's a big, big plus. Yes. <laughs> Mark Thornton is is a team chaplain for the Broncos and has done a wonderful job. And tell us a little bit about that relationship with Mark. Uh, it's It's been a, a, a great relationship. I mean, he's He's done a great job at helping me grow my faith, not just me, but the whole team um, bringing us together. And the way he explains things is in, you know, it's it's a way that we can really understand how important it is to have a relationship with God. And, you know, he does a great job as using examples from football. I mean, just life experiences um, and my relationship with him is, I mean, wonderful. I mean, he's a great role model, yep. a great person um to look up to and he's done numerous things for me and really showed me time after time what it takes to be a a, yeah. a, a christian man yeah. be firm in your faith he walks the talk he's uh, he is a great one so well that's good you've got a lot of good people around you good mentors good coaches and and that's important too you know as you're as you're going through the stages why you want to be surrounded by people that you can you know, learn from and, and identify with and then uh, exemplify. And I know you've got those people in your life. So, well, uh, we're about to the end of our, our show again today, Ashton. Uh, we've been talking with Ashton Genty, the running back for the Boise State Broncos, number two on the blue. And we're looking forward to this next season without a question. And uh, I just want to say this, Ashton, what a, what a special role model you are to the players and, and also to the community. And uh, we just thank you so much for coming in today and sharing your story. God be with you, and I know you're going to do a great job the rest of your career. Thank you for having me. It's a blessing to have so many people in this community that, you know, not only care about me, but care about this this team and just everybody around me uh, always motivating me, pushing yep. me, and helping Good. me out whenever I need it. So well, it's truly great. a blessing yeah. from God to have yeah. this. And yeah, You bet. Well, you just keep on keeping on. And go Broncos. Yes, sir. Go Broncos. Thank you for listening to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. This is Carolyn Holly inviting you to listen at this same time on this same station next Saturday as Skip and his guests go over the Game Plan for Life. Have a great weekend. And remember... No game plan, no victory. 